Hello, this is Gurmeher from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Tuesday, the 23rd of May. Tensions persist in Manipur following the recent outbreaks of ethnic violence, which began on the 3rd of May, leading to the deaths of at least 70 people. Today, businesses remain closed in the state and security personnel instructed residents in the new Chekon area of Imphal East District to stay indoors. At least two houses in the area were torched by a mob. In response to the precarious situation and to safeguard their neighbourhoods, local residents have constructed makeshift bunkers at various locations, such as Pukhau and Leitan Pukpi in the Imphal East District. However, security forces dismantled five such bunkers in Sinnam Khaitong village in Imphal West. Additionally, certain protests, primarily led by Maiti women, took place in the valley districts. The demonstrators called for the revocation of the suspension of operation with cookie militants and demanded action against them. They also demanded the deportation of illegal Myanmarese immigrants, an end to poppy cultivation in hill areas, and voiced opposition to the hill MLA's demands for the state's division. Meanwhile, cookie militants targeted civilians in adjacent areas, injuring three people in Moidang Pok village. In response, the curfew relaxation period was reduced by two hours. Chief Minister N. Biren Singh urged the public to avoid damaging innocent people's homes and announced the arrest of three individuals, including a former MLA, in connection with the new check-on incident. The government committed to taking legal action and planned to acquire more security personnel. Around 10,000 army and Assam rifle soldiers were deployed, with aerial surveillance conducted using unmanned vehicles and helicopters. The chief minister emphasised on addressing social media hate speech and the importance of dialogue to restore peace. Internet services remain suspended to prevent the spread of rumours. The Congress party has chosen former minister and five-time MLA UT Khadr as their candidate for the position of Speaker of the Karnataka Legislative Assembly. Khadr filed his nomination on 22nd of May and it is customary for the ruling party's nominee to be elected as the Speaker. If elected, Khadr will become the first Muslim leader to hold this position in Karnataka. While the names of senior party leaders R.V. Deshpande and H.K. Patel were initially considered, both reportedly declined the role. It was AICC General Secretary Randeep Singh Surjewala who convinced Khadr to take up the job, according to sources within the Congress. Khadr previously served as a deputy leader of the opposition during the BJP government's tenure from 2019 to 2023. He began his political career in the 1990s as a district functionary of the NSUI. He has won elections five times, starting with the 2007 bipole in Ulal constituency, now Mangaluru, following his father's passing. Khadr has since been consistently elected as a representative of the Mangaluru constituency. Listeners, the media industry is changing around the world. Many are forced to close due to a failing business model, some under government pressure, and some are acquired by moguls who intend to masquerade propaganda as journalism. The Indian media ecosystem, too, is under pressure, with news organisations facing legal cases and government scrutiny. A new series of reports, commentaries and videos will explore these issues. Help us tell these stories by contributing to the Press Freedom Fund. The deadline is 31st of May. We are able to bring you our reports and analysis only because you've got our back. Subscribe to newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free. Our subscriptions start at only 300 rupees a month. The Aam Party, led by Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal, has demanded action against a police officer who was captured in a video holding and dragging party leader Manisa Sodia by his neck at Delhi's Rose Avenue court premises. 
The incident occurred when Sisodia was walking down a corridor surrounded by security personnel and a journalist asked him about his views on the center's ordinance to overturn a Supreme Court verdict in the services matter. In response, Sisodia criticized Prime Minister Modi, saying he has become arrogant and did not believe in democracy. Subsequently, the police officer was seen grabbing Sisodia's neck and pushing him towards the exit. The AAP demanded the suspension of the police personnel involved, with Delhi Education Minister Atishi tweeting about the incident. Chief Minister Kejriwal also questioned the police's right to mistreat Sisodia and if the police were ordered to misbehave with the AAP leader. The Delhi police, on the other hand, denied any misconduct by the police officer towards the former deputy chief minister. Suman Nalva, Delhi police spokesperson, said there was no incident of police misconduct during the court proceedings and called the allegations defamatory. Nalva claimed that the police action was necessary from a security standpoint and criticised Sisodia for making statements to the media while under judicial protection, considering it against the law. It should be noted that Sisodia is currently in Tehar jail for his alleged involvement in the Delhi excise policy scam and his bail application is pending before the Delhi High Court. The Gujarat High Court stayed criminal trial proceedings against Delhi Lieutenant Governor Vinay Kumar Saxena as an interim relief. Saxena had sought the setting aside of an Ahmedabad Magistrate Court's order that refused to suspend the criminal trial against him. He had filed an application on 1st of March requesting that the trial be held in abeyance for the duration of his term as LG. However, the Magistrate Court rejected his request on 8th of May, citing the absence of a government request to stay the trial and potential hardship to prosecution witnesses if a separate trial were conducted later. Saxena is facing charges of rioting, unlawful assembly, criminal intimidation and assault on Meda Patkar in 2002 along with three other co-accused. Senior advocate Jal Unwala, representing Saxena, argued before the Court of Justice Moksa Thakkar, highlighting that the magistrate court did not address the issue of law. Unwala contended that Article 361.2 of the Indian Constitution, which provides protection to the President and Governors, should be read in conjunction with Article 361.3. Unwala also highlighted that the trial had been delayed 94 times due to adjournment applications by complainant Medha Patkar. Justice Thakkar has issued notice to the state and Patkar, setting a returnable date of 19th of June. In his plea, Saxena argued that the magistrate court exceeded its authority and failed to consider the case's pending record, emphasising Patkar's numerous adjournments and absences during the trial process. The World Meteorological Organization revealed that approximately 12,000 extreme weather, climate and water-related events have caused the deaths of over 2 million people and economic damages of $4.3 trillion globally over the past 50 years. The announcement was made during the opening of WMO's four-year Congress, emphasising the need for improved alert systems for extreme weather events by 2027. The agency, based in Geneva, has consistently warned about the impact of human-induced climate change, stating that rising temperatures have intensified the frequency and severity of extreme weather events, including floods, hurricanes, cyclones and droughts. The WMO acknowledged that early warning systems have played a significant role in reducing the number of deaths resulting from climate and weather-related disasters. The majority of economic losses during the period from 1970 to 2021 occurred in the United States, amounting to $1.7 trillion, while the vast majority of deaths took place in developing countries. WMO Secretary-General Petiri Talas emphasised the vulnerability of communities to weather-related hazards and stressed the importance of early warnings in saving lives. 
The report highlighted that extreme temperatures were the primary cause of reported deaths, while floods accounted for the most significant economic losses. The regions most affected by disasters included Africa, the Southwest Pacific, Asia, South America, North America, Central America, the Caribbean and Europe. Last week, the WMO forecasted a 66% chance of Earth experiencing a year with an average temperature 1.5 degrees Celsius warmer than the mid-19th century within the next five years, a threshold set by the Paris Climate Accord in 2015. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. News Laundry is possible because of our paying subscribers. We don't run on corporate or government ads. You too can be part of changing the news model. Go to newslaundry.com slash subscription. Be a part of the community that pays to keep news independent. For the smoothest News Laundry experience, download our app. Watch our shows, listen to our podcasts, read our reports. Stay informed. Pay for news. Protect democracy. Save the world. Save the world.